Welcome to Free to Be with Joni. I am your host, Joni Legato. I am a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, an integrative health practitioner, and a brain rewiring certified coach. My mission is to show you how to live a stress-free life, nourish your body, mind, and soul, and empower you to forge your own path to healing and freedom. I'm bringing my passion for nutrition, functional medicine, brain rewiring, singing, and other healing modalities. You can connect with me on Instagram at joni.legato and on my website at jonilegato.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. And I want you to know that I appreciate you tuning into the show and listening every week. This space is so special to me, and I feel extremely thankful to have you listening. Today's topic is about recovering from trauma. I want to talk about what recovery may look like for you. It's helpful to understand that each person goes through and experiences trauma differently based on how you are wired and how you have experienced past traumas. And also each trauma that you will go through will have an influence on a current one or most recent trauma. It can affect how you are experiencing a present trauma. Because if those past experiences are still lingering in your body and your brain, they can be pulled into a present day trauma. I shared last week that I was going through something that week, which was the inspiration behind that episode. And the experience was a big one, and I was still in the middle of it when I recorded that episode. It was a new challenge that I had not faced before. And as I was going through it, I was doing my best to utilize the tools that I have at my disposal from my training and from how I healed from past traumas and experiences. It helped me navigate through it with wisdom and with a clear mind. I could feel my body responding to it and everything within me was fighting this battle. And I was fighting for what was right and what was just. It ramped everything up. My nervous system was on high alert and it was stimulated night and day like our bodies do when we are experiencing a big trauma. Now, most of you know that I lost my brother in January. I went through my steps to heal from that trauma. I say my steps because this is how I needed to heal. It was what I needed to go through to heal. I do not bury my feelings or emotions. I look them straight in the eye 
and I acknowledge what I see and I allow myself to feel what I need to feel, but I don't sit there. I utilize the steps that I have developed through my training and through my experiences to heal. And so healing, it truly is different for every person. The process of healing, the speed of healing, and how a person works through it. If it takes you longer to heal from a trauma, say, than someone else, maybe who has gone through it with you or gone through something similar, it's not for you to be frustrated at yourself or to feel shame or to feel anger about how you are healing. When you pile on more negative emotions because you think you should be further along in your healing process, that's actually going to hinder your healing process. So instead of feeling more frustration with yourself or being angry at yourself, just look at it and say, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm going through. Okay, now what is the next step? Keep asking what you need to do to heal. Do you know that your answer will always come? Keep asking. Keep putting the questions out there. You can say it out loud. What do I need to do right now? What do I need to do? Or you can think it. Or you can journal it. Give your mind the time and the chance to come up with a solution for you. Because the solution is always there. And sometimes you can't hear it. You can't see it. Because you are full of these negative emotions and frustration at yourself. So ask the questions. Keep asking until you get your answer. So here I was in this battle, fighting, doing my part to get through it as wisely as possible. And then when I was over the hump and out of the acute phase, what happened was my body wanted to stay there. It was so ramped up and I started to notice that it was affecting everything, and that it just wanted to stay in this loop, in this pattern. It was stuck there a little bit. Now listen, this is very important. It's vital that you recognize when it's time to come down or to come out of the fight or flight response after you've experienced a trauma. When you are coming out of the acute phase, This is when the transition needs to take place. Acute means having a sudden onset or sharp rise. And it's usually associated with some form of pain. We use this term a lot in clinical settings. If you do not allow your body to come out of the acute trauma phase response, this is when it can become detrimental to you. 
it's easy to be so wrapped up in it and to have all of your senses engaged on what you're going through that now you become blind to the fact that it's okay to release, relax, and rest now. This is an area where if you do not have the tools to go into your rest and repair mode, you can end up causing injury or pain to yourself. You see, your body was made to be able to go through crises efficiently. I'm going to say that again. Your body was made to be able to go through crises efficiently. When you are in the middle of it, your thinking becomes sharp, your eyes become focused, your body is pumping with adrenaline, you are ready and willing to fight when and how you need to, and you are going to do whatever it takes to overcome this, to get through it. Also, I need to point out that not everyone responds this way, and if you don't, it's okay. Remember your responses to trauma in your life are influenced by your past traumas. So it depends on exactly what you've gone through, how you were able to process it or not process it at that time, especially if you were a child going through a trauma and you didn't have the tools you needed to process it. And now in your present reality, you will have your own perceptions of how things look based on your past and on your past perceptions. Your body, your mind, your brain, all of you wants to protect you at all costs. So it will respond how it's been trained to respond. And some people freeze. Some want to run away and flee. This is also a built-in response inside of you. My point is that it doesn't matter how you respond because even your responses can change. How you feel and respond to trauma can change. It can heal. And as you begin to heal from past traumas, it changes how you now respond and recover from present traumas. I have done a lot of work, extensive work in this area, in healing the mind from traumas, which in turn heals the body and the soul. So how does one begin to recover from trauma. The key word here is begin. Don't look at the whole trauma and overwhelm yourself and not feel that you can heal all of it. Because not only can you, but you will. All you need right now are the first steps. You need to begin to know how to begin to recover. Just know that you don't have to be perfect in how 
you recover. You can go through a phase where you're feeling really good, you're making progress, and then you have maybe a day or two or a few days or even a few weeks where you might feel like you've gone backwards a little bit. That's okay. That doesn't undo the healing that's already taken place. I want you to know that if you feel, oh, I've had a rough time of it and now I've gone backwards and now I have to start over again. No, it's just that you've discovered another layer that's there that needs healing. This is also why it's helpful to know that you will heal exactly how you need to, how your body needs to heal. The recovery process and the speed of the recovery process, it varies depending on the situation and depending on you and where you're at. So in order to begin the process of recovery, it's helpful to see what may prevent you from recovering or what may slow down the process. One of the biggest ones I see is fear. Fear is a big one. Everyone experiences fear at some point or at many points in their life. Fear can be triggered in acute trauma. And if it is ongoing, and if the trauma is a scary one for you, sometimes fear can grasp you. It can hold on to you. And it can start to control how you feel and how you respond. Now, fear is common in traumas. And after the acute phase is over, it can keep you replaying the trauma over and over and over again in your mind. Now, remember, I've talked about the mind producing the patterns in your brain. So they look like little trees in your brain. And if you can go in there and reshape and reform how you respond and how you think about this past trauma, that's when you're rewiring the neural pathways, creating healthy trees, healthy thought patterns. This is all a part of the healing process especially of past traumas. Now, fear. Fear can tell you all kinds of stories. What if this happens? What if that happens? Remember when that happened? That might happen again. And it can grip you. And perhaps you start to believe these stories because you're in the middle of it and you're feeling all of these old, familiar responses. The thing about fear is it's just a feeling. It's an emotion. It can trigger you into believing things that aren't even true, that may never happen. It doesn't make it less real for you when you're feeling it, and yet it is a feeling. If you're having a hard time turning off the stress response that you feel in your body and your mind, you're having a hard time calming down inside, look at the fear. If that's what you're feeling, look at it. 
And I'm mentioning fear because it's a big one. So really look at it. It will try to draw up all kinds of scenarios and create these stories that create more fear. And this is where I like to tell my clients, pull out your journal, get it out, write out what you are thinking, write out the fear, write out all the scary stuff that is coming into your mind, get it out. This situation may not be exactly like the last situation. This story may be false that you're hearing. So write it all out. Get it out of your mind. It may feel scary just to get it out, but it's there. So you might as well get it out. (laughs) It's scary no matter where it is. Also, if you have a loved one or a friend who you confide in, who you feel safe with to share your heart, speak it out to them. Let yourself hear it because now you can do something with it. Now you can face it. You can process it. You can see it for what it is. So fear will grow and produce intensity when it's left unmanaged. When it's allowed to run wild inside of your mind and your body, it will grow and get bigger and bigger. So a lot of times, the reason why you have a hard time recovering from the trauma is because this fear is still circulating and holding on to you. This kind of intense stress can wreak havoc on you. It can cause physical issues psychological issues. It can also cause you to behave in ways that feel out of your control, that feel like they're not you. You know when you snap at someone and you didn't intend to, or you feel like, this is not like me, or this is not me, but I can't seem to calm myself down or control how I respond. So look and see What's really there? Do you notice fear? Maybe it's anger. Is there something that you need to unwind from, let go of, to see it for what it really is and how this was triggered from a past experience? Once you are able to see what the strong emotion is that is causing you to stay in this state, now you can see that it's okay to come down from it. And it's not only okay, it's necessary. It's okay to take a breath. It's okay to repair and rest now. It's necessary for you. You cannot repair if you are not resting. You cannot repair if you are not resting. It's very difficult to heal when you still have this adrenaline, which is coming from fear, running through you. So the first step, see the emotion. The second step, give yourself permission to rest. When it's time to rest, rest. It's easy to stay ramped up because the body is feeling this fear or anger and it doesn't want to let go. It doesn't want to be caught off guard. But... If you don't allow yourself to rest when it's time to rest, you will burn out. 
and it will affect everyone and everything in your life. Some people tell me that they feel guilty for allowing themselves to rest. This is a negative brain pattern, actually. Guilt is never a reason to do or not do something in your life. Doing something out of guilt is not healthy for you. It's not productive. Acting out of guilt can be destructive. So be careful with that. Be aware of when you feel yourself doing something out of guilt or not allowing yourself to do something out of guilt. So how do you know if your actions are coming from guilt or feeling guilt? Well, do you really want to do this thing? Do you want to not rest? If your body's telling you to rest, then it needs to rest. (laughs) And if you're not doing it because you're feeling guilt, then you're not allowing your body to repair. What if it's an action that you're doing from guilt? How do you know exactly if this action is because you're feeling guilty? Well, do you love doing this thing that you're doing? Are you excited about it? Are you passionate and happy to do it? If you answered no to any of those questions, then it's time to take an honest look at it and then make your decisions based off of what feels right and what is a big yes for you. Guilt hinders people. Guilt will eat you up inside. It's controlling. It's manipulative. And it's never a reason to do or not do something. Now the next step, after you've given yourself permission to rest, can you guess what it is? (laughs) It's to actually rest. When was the last time you took a walk by yourself? Or if you're someone who likes massages or a nice hot bath, when was the last time you allowed yourself to receive a walk out in nature where your mind can wander as you're breathing in the fresh air, as you're listening to the birds or the wind or whatever else is out there? When was the last time you did that? The reason this rest period is so important is because after you've been through a big trauma, the mind needs rest so that it can start to produce healing thoughts, sound thoughts, clear thoughts. Give your mind a break from thinking. You were just in the intensity of the battle where you were fighting off whatever it was that was there. And now you need to allow yourself to think healing, happy thoughts so that your mind and body can heal. When you're in trauma, the mind is going and going and going. It's trying to figure things out. It wants out of the situation. It's thinking worst case scenario. And it's doing what it needs to do to come up with a solution to get through it as quickly as possible. The other thing that your mind can do if you're the type to freeze and flee, is it can try to bury the emotions because it may feel too difficult or painful or scary. But now the mind is not able to process 
through these emotions, which it needs to do in order to heal. The mind and body need movement, physical movement, where your mind feels nourished, helps you process. And if you give yourself this, then when you sleep, your brain will be able to organize and put things away and clean up more efficiently from your day. It will be able to truly rest, a healing rest, which is what it needs to fully recover. You were designed to experience the fight or flight or freeze, whatever it is, but then come down from it, unwind from it, rest, process, recover. So allow yourself to step away from the fear. If fear is what you're feeling, tell the fear what it is, that it's fear. It has no power over you or the situation. The fear does not determine the outcome. Fear is not definite. It's just fear. And once you see it for what it is, then you get to choose what to do with it. And sure, the fear may still pop up from time to time, but don't give it the power to control you, your life, your recovery, your happiness, and your future. I hope this episode was helpful for you. Please let me know and please reach out to me if you find yourself stuck in trauma and unable to fully recover because anyone can heal and recover. You only need the tools. I am sending you so much love today. Don't forget, you can connect with me on Instagram at joni.legato. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you would subscribe and leave a rating and review. And I will talk to you next time.